Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is Jeff Fedoten with Believe in Chiefs on the Believe Network, Kansas City's number one sports podcast network. The only place with a show for every team in KC and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? On this week's show, former Kansas City Chiefs offensive lineman Joe Valerio and I discussed the new overtime rules. Joe, this might seem like kind of a global NFL topic, but it really pertains to the Chiefs because they've had two of the noteworthy overtime playoffs, uh, playoff games that led to this change. Of course, the Bills Chiefs masterpiece last year where the Chiefs won the toss and Mahomes marched right down and scored. And then a similar situation where the New England Patriots won the toss and scored to end the 2018 AFC championship game in Kansas City. Joe, so are, are you liking, are you uh, satisfied with the new rule that both teams are now guaranteed possession and overtime in the playoffs? I'm, I'm liking everything about it, Jeff. I really am. It's, it's got, it got me exactly, you know, it, it, it scratched the itch that I was definitely <laughs> uh going for when it comes to overtime in, in the NFL. I, I got to be honest, it, me personally, anytime I would see a game go to overtime, I was always thinking, man, how fair is it that X amount of percentage of teams win the game when they win the toss? When you've got two teams battling for 60 playing minutes, right, over the course of three and a half hours, you know, four hours of a game, eight hours if you count going to the stadium, having breakfast, you know, doing your warm-ups, doing press conferences after the game. And you're talking about an eight to 10 hour day and you, it, you let it come down to a coin toss. I Man, I know I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm exaggerating to make a point, right? About the, all the time that goes into an NFL game, but it just feels good. It feels good that we're not going to allow, you know, a game like that. And especially the, the way they're doing it now with the playoffs. And I, and I think that's a great move, you know, look, ties, or a quick win at a, in a regular season game, eh, you know, like, what are you going to do, right? I mean, I, I'm okay with that. To protect the safety of the players, you and I talked about that, right? We were texting back and forth when, when the rule passed. You know, to protect the players, you already got a 17-game season. There's no sense playing, you know, too much uh, football, you know, during the season if you don't really have to. And let the rules stay as it is for the regular season. I love that. I think that's great. But you know what? When you get to one and done and you're in the playoffs, that changes everything. And, you know, just like you said, Jeff, when you kicked off the show, to let those two games, right, those two, four teams, well, three teams technically, the Patriots, the Bills, and the Chiefs, right, those three teams, those two games, to let them come down to just the win and go off the field because of the coin toss, man, it just something – Something just didn't sit right for me. Mm-hmm. And I've always enjoyed the college um, playoff and high school playoff formats or uh, overtime formats, sorry, where, you know, everybody gets the ball in the 25. You don't even have to deal with the kickoff and the coin toss and all that stuff. You're just trying to determine which which uh, end zone you're going to play at. Um, I like that, too. But, hey, this compromise to me scratches a lot of itch. So, you know, go- going further to I-, I like this new rule. Um, Two, and we talked about the difference between the regular season that doesn't have that, that just has, has the 10-minute overtime and doesn't give necessarily each team uh, an opportunity uh, to possess it if, if the first team scores a touchdown. I'm going to roll it back a little bit further for the regular season. I was thinking about this. I, I think that's fine 
as is. I wouldn't actually for the regular season, though, be opposed to even if they did away with overtime. I know that sounds crazy. Well, if safety is really a big thing, like, and you, we've are, we've added 17 games, we're probably going to add 18 games. I don't think that's necessary. I mean, a, a tie, you know, is something, it, it does affect your, you know, it affects the divisional race. And obviously it's not as great as a win, not as much as a loss, but I'm, I'm not necessarily pushing for it, but it wouldn't bother me um, because again, I, I think a tie in the regular season would be fine. Now the playoffs is a, obviously a totally different animal, in my opinion. Joe, out of curiosity, my kind of weird thinking, do you, do you any agree with that at all? Yeah, no, I no, I, I think that's I think that's uh, that's very astute comment, Jeff. I mean, you know, um, how many games really go to overtime in the regular season anyway? I mean, I don't even know. I'd, I'd, I'd have to look it up, right? I'd have to look at the statistics, and I'm sure somebody who's listening will go right to Google and and look it up. But uh, off the top of my head, I mean, I don't even know if it's one every two weeks. I mean, what's your gut feeling? Like one every I think three weeks, like that. And I I would say about once a year there there is one tie anyhow, like last year, yeah. the Steelers yeah. Lions uh, tie. Um, but so, yeah, I would think like every couple, maybe every two weeks there's an overtime game. Yeah. So it's, it's not even like there's really a whole lot of them anyway, especially when you get more, you got more coaches going for two at certain times of the game, right. They're trying to get that little edge. If they, if they see a, a, a you know, a chink in the armor, of the other team, you know, they'll go for that too. Or if they see some way to take advantage of the clock and, and go for two um, or kick a field goal and, and, or go for a touchdown and not kick the field goal. So I think, I think, you know, the way that coaches coach and play now and the players play, I think, I think there's, you know, you even see less ties probably now today than you would have 10, 15 years ago when it was very traditional, right. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you score, you know, if you, if you can kick a field goal, you kick a field goal. If you go, if you, if you score a touchdown, you go for one, right? Like it was just very, very traditional. I think today now the, the way coaches, uh, you know, try to get advantages and they're playing the stats and they're looking at the data right on their cards and say, all right, if we go for two here, one there, blah, blah, blah. And I think we'll probably even see less overtime games moving forward. Um, and if this was a role, and I, I seriously doubt that, things would get rolled back like this in the regular season. But if this was a rule that like games just ended in the tie, if they were tied at regular, I also think that the teams would operate differently. I think you would have more, I think there would be teams trying to avoid that. And actually you'd probably say it really is the case that you have, I don't know, every two weeks you have an overtime game. There'd be fewer because I think like your teams would be like pushing the metal. Like they'd be a little bit more aggressive going for it and stuff like that. So. Yeah, that's a really good point. That's a good point. That that might even, that might even change the, it might be make it more exciting for fans. There's a byproduct of that, right. Of that kind of rule that, that teams wouldn't want to go for the tie. They'd really try to make that win and go for two at a time when maybe they wouldn't or go for a touchdown when a field goal might be the, the air quote right thing to do. And they go for the touchdown instead of settling for the field goal. Uh, you know, if it's fourth and two on the 15 or something, you know, rather than just kicking the easy field goal, you know, go for the touchdown and try to make the first down and, you know, give yourself an extra set of down. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of ways to go. It's, it's, it's a shame that, you know, it's not like football, you know, football's not like hockey where you play so many games, like, and you do get more ties, right. In hockey, because, you know, the NHL, you know, 
low scoring, right? It's not like, like, not like the NFL or, you know, basketball, right. Where you, you, you get more points on the board. And, you know, I kind of always liked the way they did it in hockey where, you know, you get the one point, if you lose in a tie and you get the two points, you know, or the multiple points, if you win the game, even though it goes to overtime and it ties, you know, and it ties. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it just gives the, like, imagine, imagine if, if, the, if, if in the regular season, you had something like that, where, you know, the, the, the chiefs are playing the chargers in the, in the regular season and, you know, they go to overtime and the chargers, you know, score on the, or the chiefs or whomever scores on the first possession and the chargers don't get to touch the ball or the chiefs don't get to touch the ball. You know, the chiefs would get one point for that game, you know, like if you had, but we don't play, they don't play enough games. It all has to go off of record. So there's no, you know, it's with 17 games, you're not going to accumulate enough points to, you know, it's not like you're playing 82 games in hockey. So I think they're, I think they're, I think they're doing all the right thing. I, I, I think it was probably, uh, you know, it, it probably all the other owners looked and saw what happened in that game and said, Hmm, I don't really ever want that to be me. Both right. sides of the ball, right. You go back and watch the film and say, Hmm, I wouldn't have wanted to have been the chiefs, you know, the up and upstart team, you know, who was playing, you know, their hearts out. And then all of a sudden, you know, Brady goes down and scores and the game's over, right? Like nobody wants to be the chiefs in that situation and nobody wants to be the bills. Right. And in last year's game where, you know, that was, that was one of the best games in NFL, you know, history. And, you know, to just let it end like that, you know, without the bills getting another shot at the ball, that, that's, that's rough. It actually, Joe, changed my line of thinking. I'm actually, I'm like an old school guy. I want leather helmets out there. I want, I'm like, <laughs> I barely want the forward pass. I'm as old. Anyhow, so I really thought, I didn't like how a field goal could win, but I really initially liked a touchdown. If your defense cannot prevent a touchdown, you don't deserve to win. And I, I had been really, um, really a proponent of that kind of thinking, but I, I have done a 180 on this just after the Bills Chiefs game and and, and then it made me think of um, Chiefs Patriots that those hot teams, you, a team like that, you just you don't have a chance. You knew they were going to score. And, and the reverse of it, if the, the Chiefs had won the toss against the Patriots, I knew they were going to score and win. And if the Bills had won the toss last playoffs, I absolutely know Josh Allen would win. So I, I've really done like probably the owners did. I, I did do a, a 180 with just how the game is changing a little bit. Well, and it is changing too. I mean, think about, right. I mean, how powerful offenses are. It's not like you said, go back to your old leather helmet days there and, <laughs> you know, the way that you like it and, you know, five yards in a cloud of dust, but like teams, you know, have, they just score more They're, They, they have, you know, they've developed offenses that can, you know, you can, you can make a quick score. Um, you know, it's not like, you know, the old days of, of an overtime game where, you know, back in the, you know, we'll go back to Marty Ball, Kansas City, back in the 80s and 90s, like, you, you know, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to see a team running 35 dive, you know, and getting four yards or two yards or three yards a pop, right? Now teams can strike quickly and you go into two minute offense and who knows what can happen. So yeah, I, I I'm all for it. I, I, I gotta say, I, I, I've always actually, <laughs> that's always been in, in my in the back of my mind is that they needed to do something even, even, even as old school as I, I feel like I could be as, as, it, as it relates to the game. I've always, always appreciated the college and high school overtime, you know, where everybody gets a chance, you, you know, you just forget the kickoff, you know, forget that, just put the ball on the 25 yard line, 
get it in or not. And then, you know, and I even like what they're doing in college and high school now, where if you, you know, if you, if you, after what the third or second or third possession, if it's still tied, you have to go for two. Like I like that they were doing that. Like there's always a way to make it more competitive. And we'll, we'll get more into that uh, later in the pod, but first with the masters coming up and the NFL draft shortly after that, Head over to betonline.ag on your desktop or your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get started. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all updated odds and info, along with player props and new contests throughout the year. It's the best source for all your sporting wagering needs, including live betting in everyone's favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so join today. Learn why everyone is saying bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wage on sports. Bet online where the game starts. Uh, Joe, you know, just as as the two Chiefs games, I think, um, helped change this rule, create this new overtime rule. I think it's important to remember what kind of, you know, used to be you could kick a field goal and you'd you'd get the coin toss. All you need is a field goal. Would really change that in a game that was really, I thought, you know, some poor luck for uh, the sad sack Minnesota Vikings who have had a lot of bad luck throughout their franchise, <laughs> the 2009 NFC title game. Remember that Joe it's Vikings at the saints saints won the toss. That was when Brett Favre was with the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Um, so Drew Brees, they get the ball. Drew Brees got like a nine and 12 yard completion. Um, they also got a defensive holding and then a PI call. And that was basically a 40 yard field goal in the uh, game is, over and over time. And that was really ridiculous. I mean, you two, you know, medium length completions and, and two penalties. It's like, geez, that, that really, um, it just kind of interesting to think about how, how, yeah, the chiefs and, and bills and, and chiefs and Patriots didn't seem real fair. It, it used to be even uh, more, more and the, the coin toss used to have even greater impact than, than it did last season. Absolutely. All you needed was a decent kicker, you know, and a decent, like you said, Jeff, a, a, a mishap there, a, a, a penalty, a, a, a rough start on the kickoff, right? You get a decent return. You take it out to the 30, 35 yard line, right? Break a tackle or two. And yeah, it, it, it put a lot of pressure on teams. I, yeah, I, I always used to feel bad. Who I felt the, the worst for was whoever made the decision of what to call heads or tails. Yeah, on, a lot of pressure. On, Right. That's a lot of pressure, especially go, go back to the, to the old school where a field goal could, you know, win an overtime game, man. Joe, you were you that. Ever, by the way, were you ever a captain for the chiefs or even the special teams captain any games? Did you ever have to call head or, heads or tails? Yeah, I didn't make the call though. We did. I did. I was a special teams captain for a game, but I didn't, I didn't make the, I didn't make the coin toss at the beginning of the game, but I, it was, that was fun. It was all, it was fun. That was fun. That was a really fun day to get to, to do that and go out for the coin toss and, you know, catch up with the other team, you know, team's captains and shake hands. That was a really, that was a real but, honor. And I got but, to do it at Arrowhead. Which was really cool. Okay. So you mean that like you went out with the rest of the captains, but one of the other captains, you know, when the offense or defensive captains made the, made the call or. Yeah. 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 Marty was good about like, you know, getting different rotating captains through and getting guys to, you know, involved for a week. If you had a really good week of practice or, you know, if you were doing something, you know, kind of extra special, uh, you know, in the, in the game before it was a really nice reward that, that Marty had. So yeah, that was, that was fun, but I didn't get, didn't get to do the, didn't get to, to, to make the coin. I got, in college, I was, uh, got to, you know, we would switch off between 
the defensive and offensive captain and we would switch every other week to, to make the call. And that's pressure, you know, I mean, because mm-hmm. I know every coach I've ever played for seems to have been a defer coach. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I never, I never really, I'm trying to think of Marty coach Schottenheimer. Now he, I think he was a, I think he was a defer. I have to go back and look and, and think and about that. Speaking of defer, this is good. This is my change strategy in the playoffs for overtime games. Now, what, Previously, obviously, you'd be nuts to defer in overtime because oh yeah. win it. But now, very much since both teams get a chance, maybe you see that team have to settle for a, a field goal, and then you can know that you have to march down and, and can win it there. Yeah, that's a really good point, Jeff. I didn't even think about that right until we just started talking about the deferral stuff. But yeah, I, I was, you know, I've always been a big believer in in deferring. I don't know. There's just something about starting with your defense out there, and if you can get that you know, stop of that first drive and you just start thinking, all right, now we get the ball at the second half. Like we get to make halftime adjustments. You know, we get that extra 15 or 20 minutes of halftime to figure out what happened in the game on offense. Like I was, you know, when I was coaching high school, that was something we, we always talked about was, you know, anytime we get a chance to defer and, <clears throat> and kick the ball, and the first, uh, you know, for the first kickoff was, man, I used to love that time in the locker room as a coach talking to the line about, you know, okay, here's the adjustments we're going to make. We're going to go out on this first drive. We're going to start fast, you know, let's get the momentum going. And it was always nice to, to do that. And, um, you know, so, yeah, so that's, you're right, Jeff, that's going to, that's going to change the way that teams do. Cause I, personally, I, I personally, my, uh, you know, my preference would be if I were the coach in, in the NFL and we, and we won the toss, I would totally defer. Cause I, I want my defense to go out there, shut mm-hmm. them down. Right. Then you might, then, you know, you might only need a field goal right. at that point. Right. If they're, if you can hold them three and out, maybe one first down, you, you make them punt. And then, then you're thinking, oh man, now we only have to have a field goal it changes your whole strategy. Right. So you kind of, you kind of want to know, and that's how I feel about it. I just feel like as, as an offensive player, you want to know what you need to do. Um, and that's why, you know, I played in, or not played in, but I coached in a couple of high school games where we did, the high school overtime, you know, rules where you start at the, actually in high school, you start at the 10 college, you do the 25, or at least in Pennsylvania, you went, you went to the 10 yard line. And I always, you know, we talk, we talked to head coach. We would always talk like, let's, let's, let's not, if we can, you know, win this toss, let's let them go first. Cause we want to know what we need to do. Yeah. You know, you, you don't want to go out there, botch your offense, kick a field goal, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, man, not all they have to do is score. You kind of want to know what you need to do on offense. And deferring the opening kickoff, which we mentioned, uh, Andy Reid is obviously a big proponent of that. Uh, I like that too, Joe, like you. And I also think possessions in a way are a little bit more valuable later in the game. Like you can kind of see how the game is going. And now I know you've sco- the teams have scouted each other extensively all week, but like they can really kind of see what's going and be in a flow. And I just think it's, that extra possession later is more valuable. Now, Joe, we, we agree on that. We agree on almost everything I feel on these pods, maybe too much. But yeah, right. This is something I absolutely have to take a point. That's something I totally disagree with. Joe, I despise the college rule, the high school rule. I could spend the rest of our pod talking about that. I just, I don't like how the game plays one way, the whole rest of the way. And then you, change it you throw out special teams you start at the 20 i i hate how 
it throws the stats out of whack. Like a guy had throws like eight touchdowns or something because he's throwing from the 20. And oh man, it makes me feel like it's soccer with just uh, with the lat. So I. Oh, I see that though. I can see that though, Jeff. I can see that. And, and I know exactly where you're coming from because, you know, the red zone, you know, the, the, only, the only thing that makes it work is that it's both teams, right? Mm-hmm. So that's like one thing. But you're right. If you've got a team that is sort of more of a short field type of an offense, you definitely have an advantage, right? Mm -hmm. If you have a wide open offense, starting out at the 25 yard line doesn't really do you any good. Like, you know, know, maybe the chiefs might be it. Yeah. Yeah. They would definitely definitely fall into that category where, you know, their, their red zone starts at like the 40 (laughs) because, (laughs) because they're so wide open. Right. And, and the chiefs best, they get rolling out in the open field, right? That's when Eric Bianami and Andy have the whole field at their disposal and, you know, you got all these speedsters and now I've just got to find a new, new way of replacing Tyreek on the speed side. But, you know, you've got all that speed, that team speed. And um, you know what? Now, hey, listen, Jeff, that's what this show is about. We get, Now I'm thinking. Now you got me thinking. Hmm, I wonder if high school and college should just go to the NFL rules, right? Maybe they should reverse engineer it and and bring those rules in because you're absolutely right. I, ain't, I actually never really thought of that, that, you, you know, you shorten the field on a team. And that's not that's a that's not a very advantageous right to for for an offense that's used to being wide open so now i'm gonna have to go back and rethink that and spend well, some time I'm, on. I'm glad you're, you're coming over to my side i really that's like i i've uh, gotten long conversation i was worried about bringing this up because i thought it was going to derail the podcast because i was going to spend so much uh <laughs> time for now um the other thing that was interesting joe did i don't know if you saw the proposal submitted by the tennessee titans um, and it said that their version would allow both teams an opportunity to possess the ball in overtime unless the team with the first possession scores a touchdown in a two-point try. Now, this is really interesting. I thought it was a little too cute and gimmicky, you know, that, again, you're getting away from just how to play the game and too much. But but certainly an interesting idea. Joe, what did you think of the Titans proposal? Yeah, I, I mean, it, what that does is that that sort of maintains your leather helmet <laughs> pigskin, you know, mentality, right? By 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 keeping overtime a little bit more traditional, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because now you give your defense two shots to stop, right? So okay, your defense wasn't good enough to stop them from scoring, but you know what? Since you had the disadvantage of of losing the the coin toss, which is total luck, right? you get one more shot on defense to stop the team, right? So I think that was probably a way to meld the two together, right? The traditional overtime, for all intents and purposes, it's like, we'll call it half sudden death, right? Because football overtimes are like half sudden death because if you kick a field goal, the other team still gets it. So it's not really true sudden death, but if they score a touchdown, it's we'll call it touchdown sudden death. So, (laughs) You know, I think what that does is, is, is Jeff, is it molds the two together. So yeah, not, not a bad thought, right? We're, we're throwing out there, right. To see what the competition committee and, and all the other owners and coaches thought about, about that, right. And and maintaining the, the the traditional overtime and just evolving it a little bit more. Um, I think that's something that the NFL has done a great job of doing there. They evolve, right. Like you said, starts out with, you can kick a field goal to win, and then somebody goes, no, nah, that's not really fair. 
you got many years of, okay, let's go with the touchdown wins and, and, and the other team, you know, walks off the field if you score a touchdown. So, you know, I, I think the NFL, I love that they do this. It's, it's, it's something fun for fans to watch these owners meetings to see what comes out of these, right? What kind of rules they're going to do to protect the players, keep them safe. Um, and I got to say, Jeff, the NFL is a much, much safer game today than it's ever been. And I really, truly, and I'm saying this totally objectively as a football fan and not as a former player or whatever, I, I really don't think we've lost a whole lot. Like, mm-hmm. I still think we have good hits. It's still that physical game that people like. They like to see the, some of the big hits. They're just doing it in a safer manner. And I got to tell you, football is just as exciting now as it was when, you know, you go back to some of the big hitters, right? The Jack Tatums of the world who, you know, or the guys who would just put their head down and literally just run through people without, you know, reckless abandon. Um, you know, I, I think the football, football is a safer game today. Um, and the players are more protected up and down from the pros all the way down to peewee and little league football and pop Warner. Um, I I think you're still getting the same good product out there. I really do. I really don't think we've lost a beat and, and people should probably appreciate that. Joe, now say you're, say we make the NFL makes Joe Valerio, the commissioner. And, and I know it's. Um, I take the. I take the. <laughs> the. Uh, I take the multi-million dollar salary. You take it. You, you'd, yeah. I thought you'd. That would appeal yeah. to you. I do t- it for. I do it for half a year, and I would retire. <laughs> six months. Joe retired. Wait, he was only commissioner for six months. That's it. I'm, I'm retiring. I'd take. The, <laughs> I'd take half of Roger Goodell's salary, and I'd be done. I, I understood. Likewise, and this is a, a little bit of a hypothetical, obviously, because you need the approval of the owners, anyhow. But so you have your. Commissioner Valerio, you have all the options on the table. You have the old school of, of you could just have sun death. You could have what it is now where in the playoffs, both both teams get a chance um, to possess it. You could have the high school college role. You could have the Titans role. Which, which out of all these, which would you go for? Yeah. Now, do I want you to hit the uh... – do I want you to hit the cancel button to our podcast? Just hang up on me gonna right go. now. Uh, I could do that. If it was April 1st, I would have said that. If it was April 1st <laughs> and we were recording this, it would have been my April Fool's joke for you, Jeff, that I would have said. Um, no, uh, honestly, and, it, and I say this with all sincerity, uh, as much as I was as saying that I did like the high school and college rule, I would go with the way that it is yeah. today. I would go with Thank coin you. toss, get a chance to defer, get a chance to accept the ball, whatever your preference is as a coach. And I would go with if you score a touchdown and a two-point conversion, you got eight points. Other teams gets a chance to come up with eight points. If they kick a field goal, you get a chance to score a touchdown and win the game. If they kick a, a, a score a touchdown and kick one point and go for the one extra point, you got a chance to score the touchdown and either go for two to win it or go for one to tie it and do it again. I, I would go with that rule. What, what did it, how it stands today, you know, going into this season, what the owners voted on. I, I think that, like you said, it was a good, it was a good word. Titans was a little air quote cute, but uh, <laughs> you know, I, 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 it is kind of cute, but I, I, I don't think, I don't think that would be something I would really go for. And, and, and in the NFL, Jeff, you're right. I, I wouldn't make them play the college and high school. It's just, it's not fair. It's not fair to these open offenses these incredible athletes who need all hundred yards to do their thing. I would absolutely go with the kickoff and do the, you know, everybody gets one possession. If you, you know, 
would Commissioner Valerio and his multi-million dollar salary would would that person uh, push for how it is now too of that the regular season is going to be different than the playoffs? Would that would you want? Would you that's a that? really that's a really good question. Um, the fact that we're moving to 18 games at some point, 17 last season, 17 this season. And ultimately, you know, who knows, Jeff, we may end up playing 20 games, right? As much as fans and as much as, as much as the preseason is just getting pretty ridiculous at this point, right? We might as well just, they might as well just eliminate the preseason and play 18 games, play 19, 20 games, whatever. Um, I, I, I would, I, I actually kind of like the fact that um, over time I wouldn't go with, I wouldn't end a game in a tie. I just, I'm not a big tie person. Yeah. I mean, I know, yeah. I know the game has to end in a tie if they, if they play the 10 minutes 10 out minutes. and nobody, yeah. and nobody scores and you know, you get one or two of those a season. No, no big deal. Right. Um, I, I, I would go with uh, traditional overtime. Like we've experienced in the last couple of years where flip the coin Team scores a touchdown, game's over. Give your defense a chance to stop them. Maybe even, maybe even add the Titans rule if they really wanted to avoid the tie. Right. Maybe go to the Titans rule and say, you know, if you and and and, and if you wanted to, if you really wanted to give the other team a chance, go to the Titans rule. That could be option B, mm-hmm. maybe. And I, and I, I would I would seriously contemplate that. I, I'm with you though that I, I actually like. I think this is a good overtime uh, playoff rule that they've changed, and I actually like having it uh, different than the regular season. And I, I you know, I, I said it might be an interesting idea. I wouldn't object to them um, eliminating overtime in the regular season. That I, that might be something if they go to like 20 games. I actually think they should do that just for safety. But right now, I, I don't think they should. So we're in agreement, and I'm very relieved you didn't say that you would have. Yeah. Um, gone with the high school call. I think my head would have exploded. Joe. Yeah, you would have you would have hit the delete. You would have hit the leave <laughs> button on our on our on our recording. You'd have been like, I'm out. That's it. Podcast <laughs> over. We did our advertisement. That's it. Valerio's done. <laughs> Commissioner Valerio just got fired by the owners. <laughs> Fortunately, that was not necessary. So, if you enjoyed this show presented by Bet Online, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories: iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. Luminary and tune in. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.